Welcome to another episode of Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. And never has this podcast name been so apt. Now, something special is about to happen. You're going to hear the show as we were doing it live. But at a certain point during the course of the show, Richie appeared at the door with a tray of KFC chicken. <laughs> Do you know what? I think you're underselling it by saying it was a tray of KFC Because I would say the actual definition, I think it was a platter. Catering platter. A catering platter. Of KFC chicken. And what I want you to do is listen to the show, because our spirits were so lifted after we'd all eaten chicken during one song. (laughs) Can you guess the point when the chicken arrived? Because I think there's a performance upgrade from before until after. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Hey, what about those storms last night? What about those storms? What about them? Couldn't believe it. Don't you tell everyone what you did with the storms last night? Slept right through. Slept right through the storms. <laughs> you must sleep like a baby. There's a lot of care in the world. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. And there's like lightning and there's loads. I felt like I was on the uh, the top floor of Rick Moranis's apartment block in Ghostbusters. Genuinely <laughs> unbelievable stuff. Uh, and even though uh, it produced some amazing photos on social media last night around the UK, these storms, I've got to be completely honest and say... Thunder and lightning slightly scares me. I don't. I don't know if I really like it. I know. I'd have to be to fair and say I'm great. Uh, I'm very grateful that I, I did sleep through because I'm not a fan. Everyone seems to be a fan because all oh, let's go and take photos of it and I'm, I'm there going oh it looks good and then deep down I'm thinking actually bricking it a little bit <laughs> and, and I'll tell you what happened last night. I normally sleep up in our little loft room, our spare room when I, after I play football because uh, I'm like can't sleep and sweaty and jumping around and all that kind of thing and I didn't want to be in the loft when the storms were going on no. so I got up and then slept on the floor in our middle daughter's bedroom <laughs> just to be safe because it kind of freaked me out a little bit so surely I'm not the only one who is slightly scared of something I mean I don't mean like a full-on phobia but I mean slightly scared are you slightly scared of anything see most of mine do go towards uh full-on phobias but I'd I'd say I'm you know I'm slightly scared of eyes I can't talk about them yeah I, I'd say I'm slightly scared of heights a little bit scared uh, of them. going a little bit green with uh, for example our very own Sarah Champion these pictures of her at the top of the uh that that building in Chicago that she she visited at the weekend for absolute radio proper skyscraper wasn't it I feel like my legs start to go just looking at a picture of her at the the top of that skyscraper. Elvis leg. Yeah. Uh, Elgar says uh, he's scared, slightly scared of making conversation among parents waiting for our kids outside school at 3pm. <laughs> That's fair enough. Get that vibe. <laughs> so what are you slightly scared of? Uh, so even though the storm last night produced some amazing photos on social media and people's Facebook pages and Twitter and Instagram and that, uh, I'm just being honest earlier on saying so I... I, I Lightning kind of slightly scares me. I know it should be a fun thing, thunder and lightning, but I kind of bricked it a little bit last night. So we want you to tell us on the show right now what you're slightly scared of. I love Chris's tweet because I think it really fills the remit of being slightly scared. Just of slightly scared, not a proper phobia. Chris has tweeted, and there's one for the sports fans. Uh, Chris says, "Watching Arsenal play out from the back." Oh yeah, <laughs> it's is, it is slightly scary. That breathless moment when he goes out to the right back. What are they going to do with the next? Just kick it. Uh, Leanne says balloons. Except not sli- uh, slightly, I'm very much so scared of balloons. Is that the fear of them popping? I think it might be, or that kind of end of good times when they sag slightly. Yeah. <laughs> like a party that's no longer there. Uh, the other twin on Twitter says he's scared of, uh, slightly scared of beetroot. Would you be scared of beetroot? Mm. And then Matt says seaweed. I can't go in the sea even if I see a small piece of it. It's not going to sting you, Matt. It'll be fine. Actually, it might do. Just watch out what's in there. Cheryl says, I'm slightly scared of wet hair on the floor in showers and swimming pools. Freaks me out. 
That is really... My other half, Katie, can't go to the loo in our bathroom if the floor's wet. Which has got nothing to do with her going to the loo, but she can't bear that. I maybe wonder if it's the same kind of thing. I don't like it if I've just got socks on. I don't like a, I don't like a damp sock. I heard that rumour. <laughs> Uh, we've got Mashy Mark on the line right now. Yeah. Mark, what are you slightly scared of? Ice lolly sticks. Oh. Ooh. So... Oh, seriously, no, honestly, there's goosebumps on my arm at the moment, just even talking about it. Now, the, only, the only thing I think this could be is, I remember when I was a kid, and it still icks me to this day, I remember the doctor using one of those wooden sticks to pull your oh. tongue down to look down your throat, and I think I threw up all over her. <laughs> is, that, is that the vibe, that kind of sticky wood, wet tongue yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, you, you know, like in the old sort of um, ice cream cartons, you used to get a wooden stick and... and you know, in the old days, yeah, that sort of thing. But Honestly, it's, just can't stand them. It's even not nice to bite, though, isn't it? If you're going oh. through the, uh, you know, the the, the 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 wrong end of a fab, and then you, <laughs> I was about to say something <laughs> completely different, um, and then you and then you bite down on it. It's also it's a bad sensation, just that, let alone licking it. I tell you the other thing as well. It also goes into the category of if you've ever played clarinet or anything with a reed. A, oh a, man! A, yeah, a gobby, a gob-covered reed. It's the worst <laughs> thing on this planet. I need counselling. I need counselling. Seriously. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Sorry if we've uh, made you regress in any way there. Uh, stuff coming in on this. Chris saying, guys, please, no more lollipop stick talk. It's making my wife feel sick. Uh, and wow. she is driving. Wow, it's amazing how many people have a... It's not a phobia, but just don't really like lollipop yeah, sticks. Just slightly, yeah, just slightly scared of it. Other one in that category, beans. Getting a lot of people getting in touch saying that they are slightly scared of baked beans. And then uh, Jacob, who doesn't give any other details, just says that he's slightly scared of horse. I guess they can be quite scary. And cows as well. Cows always have this kind of PR of being like, uh, you know, laughing, mm. like you see on the front of that, uh, that cheese or whatever, or like hanging out in fields and being quite docile. But if, if you see cows move together, if you've, you've had to cut through a field in Devon or something like that, yep. this is my life growing up, they can be intimidating. I would say both your cow and your horse, bigger than they look in books. 100%. Sean from Wrexham says, someone I'm slightly afraid of, wind turbines. Have you ever seen parts of them being driven on the back of trucks? They're huge. And when they're in situ, they remind me of tripods from the 80s, the sci-fi TV show. Whoa! She's slightly scared of them. What are you slightly scared of? Uh, Kathleen, what is it for you? Flamingos. <laughs> Right. You're scared. You're slightly scared of flamingos. Tell us why. They just they creep me out. The bright pink and sun on one leg. I just don't like it. Right. right. <laughs> Are you being suspicious of why they're on one leg then? I I don't know. I just don't like them. They just creep me out. It's weird because they they on the surface they're like fun and they're they're made sometimes there's plastic ones of them hooked onto cocktail glasses yeah. and that and you think party yeah. but when you actually look close up at a flamingo it's a bit of a state isn't it do you know what I mean yeah yeah <laughs> they're terrifying there's there's have you ever heard of bird is it Birdland or Bird World in yeah. Bolton on the Water mm-hmm. and they've got it's not a flamingo but it's like a crane thing or whatever and it's got like a flipping bald what's that a comedian called with like a bald wig on uh, Max Hall yes it looks like Max Hall and it's, it's got a big old beak and weird eyes and everything and I just don't I, sometimes they're not quite as like alright as they're cracked up to be do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Ka- Kathleen, how often do you come across a flamingo for this fear to get <laughs> like inflamed not very often to be fair <laughs> So you're, you're, you get a little bit nervous, say, if you're watching in the opening credits so an 80s episode of Miami Vice. Yeah, or if I walk past a shop and there's one in the window, I don't like that either. Or that old um, John Grisham film, The Pelican Brief. Yes. Um, Which is actually pelicans, not flamingos. <laughs> <laughs> Including in the title. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
Thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets, we're giving you the chance to go and see the likes of Kasabian, Blossoms, Cortinas, Mannix and more at the Neighbourhood Weekender. All you need to do to take part is get involved with our game called Who Claims Wins? Online one hoping to win the tickets is Lisa. How are you doing, Lisa? How's your Thursday been? Oh, it's great. Thank you. Great. How are you doing? Yeah, well, all right. Thanks very much for asking. People don't normally ask. Why is yours such a, a good Thursday then? Because uh, it's one day closer to the weekend. Like the logic. <laughs> What's the phrase which you always say? A Thursday's the new Friday, Lisa. Do you agree with that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not quite as enthusiastic about that as you'd think. <laughs> uh, on the other line is Brendan. Brendan, you having a good Thursday? Yeah, it's great, thank you. Glorious sunshine in Leeds, so, yep. There you go. Everyone's happy. Well, one person will be very happy in a minute. Will it be Lisa? Will it be Brendan? Uh, Look, here are the rules. We're going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Lisa, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Brendan, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Lisa. And whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if they manage it, they win the tickets. And if they don't manage it, they lose the tickets to the other player. It's fiendish. Let's play who claims wins right then here we go lisa over to you first how many countries can you name that took part in the 2022 eurovision final last saturday in 30 seconds give us a number how many do you reckon you could do um three three for lisa right brendan do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge lisa to do her three i'm gonna go for Ten. You're going to go for ten. Lisa, do you want to uh, go for more than ten or get uh, Brendan to do his ten? Um... Get Brendan to do his ten. Brendan, you've got 30 seconds. Your time starts now. Um, Estonia, United Kingdom, Finland, Ukraine, Netherlands, Norway and Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Latvia... Greece, Czech Republic, Bulgaria, Serbia, Australia, um, Slovenia, France, Italy, Spain, Portugal. I feel like you were wow. firing out numbers uh, like um, uh, countries randomly there towards the end, uh, Brendan. <laughs> you went with ten. I one, two. The, co- the, the company I work for works has European offices. I was just trying to think of all the countries that we've got offices in. Well, by my maths, you've named sixteen of them. Oh my uh, word! <laughs> you've absolutely smashed it. Well done. Fantastic. You're off to a music festival. How do you feel about that, Brendan? Brilliant. I went I went last year, but only for one day, so really looking forward to, to the whole thing. Yeah, amazing. Well, there you go. Uh, Bamba Gascoigne there with all the different countries <laughs> of the world. <laughs> Good lads. And Lisa, unlucky, but have a brilliant rest of your Thursday, which is a new Friday anyway. Thank you. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. As you all know, choosing a film can be an intimidating nightmare. That's why on the Film Club, uh, we asked the hometime audience to crowdsource you a suggestion. <laughs> like this one. But actually, you might not like this one. Let me go on with the email. Go on, then. This has come in. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk is how to get in touch. Hi, Bush and Richie. Pete here, a very nervous Everton fan like you, Bush. I can't be trying not to think about it. Let me go back to his email. I thought the Hometime Film Club could come to my help. You as well, maybe, Bush, he says. Okay. If come this Sunday and the final day of the football season, there's a chance that our Everton could get relegated from the Premier League, I'm not sure I can watch the drama unfold. Me too, me too. (laughs) he, He thought you'd like this. So, 
what about choosing the greatest sports movie in the film club? Then it could be something that I could watch instead of biting my nails for a couple of hours. Cheers, guys. Pete. I like this. I like the distraction element of it because, I mean, we've not talked about this on the show, but I've been walking around the block instead of watching the games, Mm -hmm. and that kind of helps. So uh, a sports movie distraction. And also, what a great category of film. It's a great category of film. I'm going to chuck one straight in there. Go on. Moneyball. I've not seen it. But the baseball is based on the, uh, is it Michael Lewis book uh, about uh, Billy Bean and the Oakland Athletics? I'm a bit of a baseball fan. That's the book that got me into baseball. And it's a brilliant movie with Brad Pitt as, the, as Billy Bean. Oh, okay. Very, very good film. Sports right. movie for you right there. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, one that I thought, out of all the sports movies, it, it reflected something I thought looked, it looked quite accurate, its portrayal of it. Not talking about Space Jam, are you? No, I'm not, I'm not doing Space Jam. <laughs> Wimbledon. Uh, Kirsten Dunst and Paul Bettany. Are you, are you for real? Yeah. Okay. I didn't. Have th- you seen it? I've seen the adverts. But if you've never watched the movie, you can't judge it if you haven't I, seen I, it. No offense to Paul Bettany. I just thought I know if that looks any good or not. <laughs> <laughs> but you love your sports. I couldn't believe you've picked that film. It's only an hour and a half long. That's not a good criteria for judging yeah, no, a good you... film. <laughs> I, I disagree before we move on. I disagree. If it's only an hour and a half long, if you don't like it, then you haven't wasted that much time. I think films these days are too long. Come on then, Mr IMDB. Has it got a rating? <laughs> Dare you look? No, I haven't looked because I knew it might be a bit stinky. Hold on. Wimbledon film IMDB. Have a think at home. What you reckon out of ten this film's going to be getting? OK, just clicking on it right now. See that? What do they know? Six point three. <laughs> it's better than I thought. That's a higher rating than I thought. Uh, if you have a sports movie to suggest, but I'm going to send you the trailer. Very great. Simon says the great escape as Everton need it. Can we not have anything like that, please? It's painful <laughs> enough as it is. Thanks, sports films. Come on. That can be any sport. Uh, Shona suggesting Cool Runnings, which is a great movie. John Candy. Yeah. Really good. Uh, I was going to chuck another one in. Emilio Estevez in The Mighty Ducks. He's like an ice hockey college coach. I haven't seen that. It's an 80s film, but God bless Emilio Estevez. Uh, RM says, uh, any given Sunday Al Pacino American football film which is brilliant as well All right, let's keep these coming we'll good? get a decision before the end of the show Kim suggests A League of Their Own Tom Hanks Madonna Gina Davis brilliant film and a good laugh which will probably be needed come Sunday who are those three one unlikely alliance of people Tom Hanks Madonna and <laughs> Gina Davis I've never even heard of that movie <laughs> Uh, uh, what about this one? Loads of people suggesting this film, another one I've never seen. Uh, Hi guys, try Slapstick. Brilliant film about identical triplets playing ice hockey. Uh, they beat up three opponents all at the same time. Paul Newman is the coach. One of the things I've been fascinated about this category, considering how much you and I love sports, is the sports movies that we have not seen. I feel like we need to join uh, uh, Paul there or whatever and, <laughs> and write down some of these films. Uh, right, Darren, what are you suggesting? Yeah, remember the Titans, uh, Denzel Washington. I can't quite remember, but I'm pretty sure there's a good chance it's based on a true story. In fact, we're just getting thumbs up from our producer, Nick. It is based on a true story. Never, have you seen that oh, film, Richie? I've never seen it. It's a Denzel one that I haven't watched, but there isn't a bad Denzel Washington movie, and IMDb backs no, that up 7.8 out of 10. That's a bit higher than Wimbledon, isn't it? <laughs> it no, is. A bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a one-line pitch, then. Remember the Titans, then. Darren, what happens? Basically, the team are heading down the pan and, yeah, Denzel Washington takes over coaching. He's the first, if I'm right, he's the first African-American to take the, the team big, and I can't remember what town it is, I think it's a southern town. But, yeah, it takes them big, they go through trials and tribul
phenomenal movie. He's an Evertonian. I should have suggested Howard's Way about the brilliant Howard Kendall era. There you go. Do, do you know why? I can't watch that at the moment. Obviously, I'm, I'm an Everton fan as well, but it would make me feel too sad about where we are now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Seeing those kind of glory days. You, you need a positive glory kind of film, really, don't you? You do need a positive glory film. There's some great suggestions coming in. Rich in staff says, my favourite sports film is Forrest Gump. Cycling, sprinting, college football, ping pong, sailing, long distance running, definitely a sports movie, even lawnmower riding. It's a convincing argument. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Costner uh, has not texted, but Tommy has. <laughs> Much as if he did. <laughs> Sorry, my eyes just saw Kevin Costner. <laughs> uh, Tommy suggested uh, Field of Dreams, starring... Kevin Costner. Got it. I've never seen it. Is that where he's... I don't want to do a spoiler, but is he a ghost playing baseball? It's not a great start for the movie, is it, as a concept? It's a baseball match between a load of ghosts. Uh, Dino, you've got a good suggestion, right? I have, yes. Uh, Tin Cup and Happy Gilmore, both golfing films. Wow. Oh. Are you a golf uh, fan? Is this your kind of wheelhouse? Not, weirdly enough, no, weirdly enough, I'm not. Um, but they're both pretty good films. One's Kevin Costner, comedy. And Happy Gilmore's, I mean, everyone knows Happy Gilmore. I mean, Adam Sandler, awesome movie. Adam Rejected Sandler, hockey yeah. player puts his skills to the golf course to save his grandmother's house. Look, has Adam Sandler ever made a good film? I yes. Don't, I don't know if he has. Happy Gilmore. Every week we come back, it always comes back one. to Adam Sandler, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right yeah, then, Bush. Definitely the only one he's made. Dino, I'm going to pitch to him Tin Cup if he's not so uh, keen on it, Happy Gilmore. How Go about this? Tin Cup. A washed-up golf pro working at a driving range tries to qualify for the US Open in order to win the heart of his successful rival's girlfriend. Sounds dreadful, Dino. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than it sounds. It's definitely better than it sounds. Dino, from your two suggestions, I think we'll put forward Happy Gilmore. <laughs> well, Happy Gilmore forward, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Dino's two, two films are all about golf have oh. put people done a golf thing now we've had two suggestions one of which is Colin uh, for Caddyshack what is Caddyshack <laughs> Bill Murray and Chevy Chase it's another golfing one please let's steer this back on course <laughs> right we need to resolve our film club for tonight we're after a sports movie for listener Pete uh, been a load of suggestions for Field of Dreams uh, which we're a bit dubious about Mark Fawcett has, has gone on Twitter to try and summarise what the film's about listen to this Field of Dreams Kevin Costner plays a farmer who sees a ghost telling him to build a baseball field he cuts down his corn and builds it against all advice and then his dad comes back as a youngster plays ball with him then thousands of paying customers to turn up to watch him play the ghosts so the winning film is not Field of Dreams not in a million years uh, but by volume alone uh, of all your suggestions and also the fact that it's a Denzel Washington film that neither of us have watched and we can't believe that's the case yeah Remember the Titans. Cracking true story about American football. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Thank you very much for everyone that has got in touch during this episode with speculating when the platter of KFC arrived uh, for us. The correct answer was just before we started the film club. Oh, yes. Yes. So can you, if you hear that moment, that is the positive effect that fried chicken can have for you in the workplace. That moment. But the thing is, we can't have that going forward. Forward. We can't have fried chicken as our pick-me-up every single day. You know, I would love that, though. Imagine that. Our daily things are a load of fried chicken before we go on, and we dress in jumpsuits like Elvis <laughs> at Vegas. 